It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is Bonus Benson. This segment is officially completely off the rails. What are you talking about? Stuff we wish never aired. I will eat chalupas all day long. Come on, man. The Guy Benson Show. Home stretch on The Guy Benson Show on this Monday from New York City. Catch me tonight on Kennedy, sitting in for Kennedy, FBN, 7 p.m. Eastern. Well, we, of course, have been covering throughout this program today the major tremors in Eastern Europe. And the statements from the Russian dictator now declaring, in his mind, parts of eastern Ukraine independent. And that is going to be part of his pretext to go to war to defend, quote-unquote, those independent areas. It is a flagrant and brazen violation of the territorial sovereignty of Ukraine. And so that is a full-blown crisis. There is another Russia-related controversy that's gotten a lot of attention in the last few days And I have to confess, I've only read about it because I didn't watch the Olympics. We've discussed why on this show. I didn't want to lend my eyeballs or my support to the genocide games in China at all, even though I love the Winter Olympics. So I didn't watch any of it. But I've seen enough write-ups of this crazy drama about women's figure skating and how the whole thing just sort of melted down and... The drama was all surrounding the Russians. And my understanding is the Russians can't even officially compete as Russians because of a previous doping scandal. They're like the Russian Federation Olympic Committee or something. Well, there's yet another doping scandal that just exploded toward the end of the games. And so rather than trying to describe it to you as someone who didn't watch, even though I find it riveting in some ways, we were looking around for someone who did watch it. No one at our show had watched it, but one of our bosses had. Maria Donovan is one of our chiefs here at Fox News Radio. We mentioned Maria from time to time. I don't believe we've ever had her on the air. Maria, you watched all of this go down live on NBC. And I will note, we can't play any of the sound because they are very strict about the rights. We can't even play the song. Am I allowed to play? Can I sing the song? No, you're not allowed to sing the song. Really? Bum, bum, ba, bum, bum, ba, da, da, and I'm done. You're one done. more one more note, and maybe we would have gotten a lawsuit. So I'm going to stop. You know how it goes. You know how the little ditty goes. It's a great song. And Better safe than sorry, guys. That's exactly right, especially with the boss in the room. You watch this whole thing. I did. Go down. And this is why I think a lot of people do watch the Olympics, to see if something like this happens. There was a young woman on the Russian quote-unquote team, 15 years old. She failed a drug test. She tested positive for a performance-enhancing drug. She was allowed to skate anyway, even though one of our athletes last year was disqualified because she did marijuana, which does not enhance your performance really in anything, except maybe eating, allegedly. Uh, She wasn't allowed to perform or compete, rather, in the summer games. But this girl from Russia was... A lot of people were furious. My understanding is Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski, some of the NBC announcers, former major famous figure skaters, were furious at the decision and almost wouldn't even comment on her routines almost as a protest. What was going on there and then what happened? 
Well, I didn't see her initial um, performance where I believe they stayed silent, or the NBC commentators, but I did. Um, I was monitoring for news on Twitter, and I saw that she was skating now. So I turned the TV on, and I watched. And um, our announcers are pretty measured, um, very um, not a lot to say. Um, they did make it known that they didn't believe she should be skating, and they, they mentioned that over and over again. But um, she fell got up, fell a few more times, got up. You could tell she was exhausted. And then at the end, when she went got off the ice, her coaches approached her and um, wouldn't didn't raise her voice, but it was clear they were not happy with her. And we found out later they were saying, well, the, the female coach, why did you give up or, you know, what happened there? And she was just sobbing yes. already. And this is the 15-year-old who's been this lightning rod in the middle of a controversy for days on a global scale, she understands a lot of people are angry. She was pumped full of whatever this stuff was, I'm sure, by the adults. She feels to me like like a pawn in all of this. Then under the pressure, I think it's fair to say she collapsed under the pressure. I think that's fair to say. It was, it was stunning. And I've seen a lot of figure skating, but I'm just a casual viewer. Um, it was really dramatic. The announcers were letting it all play out, basically letting the natural sound play. And of course, they're speaking a different language, so I don't understand. But Johnny Weir appeared to understand Russian, so he was translating um, bits and pieces in real time. Yes, this is wild. Yes, and um, it was it, it it was very I could I have to say it was sad. Um, you you know the history of figure skating, especially Russian figure skaters, and you have this impression that it's you know, so strict and, you know, that's all they do and, and the expectations are so high. Well, it's I felt pretty, like we... It's pretty cutthroat and ruthless here, but it's next level in those types of countries, especially with Russia. But Russia or their Olympic committee because of their other doping scandals, it's just amazing. They have doping scandals, they get the slap on the wrist, and then they still allow a doping scandal person to compete anyway. But two of their other skaters won, right? They came in first and right. second place. But that's almost where things got crazier. It, it just got crazier, and I felt like we were actually seeing it all come out in the wash, so to speak. Um, the There was another skater who actually ended up winning the silver, and she was out of her mind. She was stomping. She was back and forth and screaming. And, again, I don't know what she was saying, and one of the – um, officials, uh, uh, Olympic Olympic officials went up to her, and um, apparently this Russian skater said, "I don't understand English," and Johnny Weir had um, uh, translated that. But she was beside herself. Oh, she we, said, "I hate this." I hate this. We found out later um, through media reports that she was mad that she got the silver. She did all these very difficult um, uh, moves that she felt technically should have given her the uh, should have earned her the gold medal and she wasn't alone in feeling yeah. that apparently yeah. well it, yeah so she was stomping all around and it, it literally was like watching a, a a train wreck and then so she, she's melting down yes. so you've got the the 15 year old who was the gold favorite totally melted under yes. pressure you have the meltdown of the silver medalist who feels robbed of the gold Perhaps yes. fairly. Yes. Then you've got the gold medalist who just looks like the loneliest person on the planet at this point. And she was quoted saying something like, I feel happy, but also empty, which is 
also very sad. And it just, I mean, I can't imagine the Putin people were back home watching this with beaming pride. It was really an ugly scene. All I could think of was uh, Vladimir Putin saying, get on that podium. But again, I, again, was speculating. So when the the uh, silver medalists, you know, they, they call them all out. And first the bronze medalist was from Japan and she was happy as a clown, yeah, just happy, happy person, to be there, yeah. <laughs> goes out, does her little skate, gets on the podium. And then the Russian, the silver medalist who was having that tantrum goes out there like a different person, you know, skating, you know, putting on that performance, gets on the, gets on the podium. And then the gold medalist, and she's just like, you know, putting the smile on her face, almost like completely like different from an act. uh, Yeah. And, and it really, it really did feel surreal to watch it. Um, My mouth probably hit, hit the desk because it it just was something that you think might go on behind the scenes, but the whole world. It spilled out in front of many, many, many millions of people all across the planet. And the reason that I want to talk about this and end the show on this today is I was getting text messages from friends saying, are you seeing this? And I wasn't for my various reasons. And enough people wrote it up, not just in people who were covering the Olympics, but people who weren't, said it was so shocking. And it felt like almost a fitting punctuation mark at the end of a very Mm -hmm. controversial, in many ways disgraceful Olympic Games in Beijing, where you had the Chinese Communist Party as the hosts and Russia, which is now you know, uh, persona non grata in a lot of ways internationally, even more so today than yesterday, their contingent putting on this Real Housewives-level drama. And if not for my boycott, this is something I would go back and watch. It seems that intriguing, but also sort of heartbreaking in its own way. It was heartbreaking, I thought. I, I felt, and and I think you heard that from Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski, too. Tara Lipinski, who people in in the Twitterverse and in the skating uh, universe were reminding everyone she won a gold medal at 15 without dope. But even they were shaken and by the end of the whole episode were like, you know, this is this is terrible. Um, but yeah, it it um, it was an inter- interesting punctuation mm-hmm. um, for an Olympics that probably will soon forget. And if you do want to watch it, just remember, you'll probably have to watch it on the Olympic Channel or some sort right. of NBC. Very strict. Um, yes, station. Da, 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 da. That's, I can't do any more. That's, that's all I can sing. No. no, And it combined some of my favorite stuff, sports, competition, politics, geopolitics, and a huge media supernova. So we had to discuss it here, and I didn't want to do it having not watched it, which is why Maria Donovan has done it for us, one of our bosses here at Fox News Radio. We appreciate that analysis, Maria. Maybe we should have you back. Mm. The <laughs> yeah. Olympics are in another, what, four years? Yeah, we can revisit it. <laughs> three I years guess. for the, three years maybe? <laughs> yes, well, we can maybe revisit that in the years to come. Maria, thank okay. you, though. Thank you. Final stretch here, now over on The Guy Benson Show. I'm heading up to do Kennedy on the TV side, FBN, 7 p.m., so just about an hour from now, Eastern Time. Hope to see you there or set your DVRs. Back here tomorrow, outnumbered at noon on Fox News Channel, radio, same time, same place for The Guy Benson Show. In the meantime, have a great night. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow, up to self.
over. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Home stretch on the Guy Benson show on this Tuesday. We talked Olympics yesterday during the home stretch, the Beijing Olympics. I preferred that Olympics. Lake Placid, New York, 1980, one of the most epic moments ever in Olympic history. And I mention it because that happened in 1980 on this date, February 22nd, the miracle on ice. We're back on the Guy Benson Show. Thank you so much for listening. GuyBensonShow.com. Podcasts always free. I have been asked the question before, if you could go back and be physically present for any sports moment in history, what would you choose? And I think back to certain World Series victories for my Yankees or Stanley Cup victories for my New Jersey Devils or big Northwestern wins over time, for a long time, there weren't many to choose from, but there have been some good wins through the years. To me, it's not even close. I want to be in that building in upstate New York, losing my mind as Team USA beat the Soviets in a massive upset. That's my answer. And it's not close. We were just going to move on past that, except in the show meeting earlier, we were talking about the miracle on ice, and it was the anniversary today, and I was watching that clip, Al Michaels calling the action for ABC at the time. And producer Christine had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. She's like, what is it? Do you believe in magic? I was like, are you serious? What do you mean? I know she's not a sports fan. We've established that, but this is not really a sports moment, although it is. It's a cultural iconic moment. It also had so much political relevance at the time to beat the Soviets, the heavily favored Soviets. In the 80 Olympics, leading up to Reagan's victory, there was just a lot of significance beyond merely a hockey game that was at play on that ice that day. America needed that. There was the malaise of the Carter era. Movies have been made about this, The Miracle on Ice. Producer Christine had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. You've never heard of this, Christine? I have now. Prior to this, you'd never heard of this. Can I claim vaguely it sounded familiar once I heard it? Can I? Can I? No. No? No. No. You, you would never, like, no. do you believe in miracles? Yes. You had never seen the clip, heard it, conversations about that moment in time. Uh, no. The I, movie with, who was it? Uh, Herb Brooks was the coach. I forget who they had portraying him. The movie was called Miracle. It was good. Kurt Russell. Yeah, I went, I saw it in the theater. People were cheering in the movie theater when it came out. People were chanting USA in the movie theater. Sounds pretty patriotic. And just nothing. You're drawing a complete blank here. Right over. It sounds great. I mean, I, I, I'll i go watch, I'll watch a Kurt Russell movie anytime. You know what my theory is on this? Hmm. Don't. I think you don't know about this because they wouldn't let the Soviets know about it at the time. It was so embarrassing and humiliating. And the evil Americans won that in your training out in Siberia, preparing to be a Soviet spy as you were <laughs> earlier in your life, of course, you were training for your aerobics championship and you were not allowed to know.
about Team USA beating your Soviets in 1980. Boy, did I just give that to you. <laughs> I mean, as soon as you said, I didn't know about them, like, in Mother Russia, we did not know. We won. The government probably told you guys that you won. Sorry, yet we won. USA. Now you have to go watch the movie Miracle. I think you'll like it because it's well done. They had some real hockey players in the movie, if I recall correctly. And it is like truly one of the most shocking things that's ever happened in sports. It's phenomenal. So watch the actual clip and then go watch Kurt Russell, Miracle. Meanwhile, this is not the only layer of the onion that peeled off today. In the same meeting, we thought we had just an easy layup, like a breakaway dunk to go to another sport on a topic for the home stretch, which is today is National Margarita Day, apparently. It was Drinking Wine Day last week, I believe. That was an easy one to talk to you about, Mama's Juice. Here's another fan favorite, Margaritas. I am decamping on a vacation, embarking on a journey tomorrow, so I'll be off for the next couple shows. I very much plan to enjoy several margaritas in the coming days, perhaps in honor of this fake national holiday or I would just do it anyway, regardless. And then you revealed to the Guy Benson Show family what shocking piece of information. I don't drink margaritas. I'm not a tequila girl. I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever ordered a margarita. So how do you know if you don't like them? And I've, I've tried it. I've tasted it. I'm you don't think it's good? No, I'm a vodka girl, remember? I Well, I know that. There's a D in the word, vodka. but And that would make sense. Wodka, I think, is how you people say it over there, right? It would make sense that you would only drink vodka. In fact, this is all aligning. You never heard about the hockey win in 1980. You can't drink a margarita because you like your vodka. I mean, they should have probably had you learn more things about the country you were coming to penetrate because, I mean, you're kind of— there's some red flags, some commie red flags flapping here. What kind of self-respecting American says, no, I want a nice pink, almost red Cosmo, but not a margarita? No. Ooh, like a good spicy marg with a little bit of zip to it. Oh, it's delicious. I think you and I have gone to dinner. We've ordered something like that. First of all, I don't do spice. Something like that? <laughs> have Have you never heard of margaritas? Just yeah, like, no, I know, but like, what's up with what the is, spice? Why do people have drink? to add spice to it? I don't understand. Oh, I like should... a little jalapeno action in there? It's absolutely I would delicious. never order a spicy Cosmo. Well, it's, it's a different taste profile. So you have a little spice in the marg, some chips and guac by the pool, 100%. I feel like you should probably be reintroduced to margaritas. Well, okay, I'm just going to tell you one more thing, and then we should probably go because this is going to probably not be good. I don't like guacamole. Do you not eat avocados at all? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. But, uh, like, chips and guac with margaritas by a pool, like, none of that sounds good to me. You just want to be doing shots of vodka yes. by your icy, ice fishing hole? Icy, icy cold vodka shots, like... Give me that near pool any day. Disgusting. Disgusting. Would you do queso and chips? I'm not Salsa? sure I really have had queso before. I'm not. <laughs> You've never had queso? What is happening I here? Don't know. What is wrong with you, honestly? You've never had queso like warm, cheesy dip? 
that with guac is so I've good. I've had like spinach and artichoke nope, dip. Nope, nope, that is not not the no, same like thing. that queso. Remember that picture Dana Perino once put up where she oh, made queso? Oh, that, that was that I've never had. No, well, I think no one's had that. Whatever that was, that was not queso. Have you had salsa? I don't really like salsa at all. But people like to say salsa. That's a Seinfeld line. Have you seen Seinfeld? Have you heard of that show, Christine? Uh huh. Stop it. You have seen Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen episodes of Seinfeld, sure. What is Independence Day in this country, Christine? When did we uh, break away and from whom? <laughs> I just like quick little patriotism. Can we go back to like pop making quiz. fun of YY or something? No, I, don't, no. I don't like this segment no, at no. all. No, no. We have, we have, YY the clown at least likes a guacamole and a marg from time to time, I would bet. No way. I bet you anything he doesn't eat salsa and guacamole, if I had to guess. Dan, am I losing my mind here? No, you're not losing your mind. I absolutely love margaritas, and we're going to go get some and not bring her. And I do have a question for you, though. What's your favorite kind, frozen or on the rocks, with salt, without salt? Definitely no salt. I'm not a salt guy. I like frozen and on the rocks, but probably prefer slightly on the rocks, which is a change. I started when I was younger in my early drinking days, college, a big frozen margarita, which Cookie might actually prefer now that I think about it. Start her on a frozen, like, strawberry or something, margarita, mango, something like that. Yeah. But on the rocks, and I have to say, it's vain, a skinny margarita I think is just as delicious, no salt. It's just a little bit less caloric. Wyatt, do you drink margaritas? Do you eat any of the aforementioned snacks, or are you with Christine? So I... Well, agree with Christine on one thing is I'm not a guacamole fan, but I do like margaritas. Last time when I was in Disney World and we were around Epcot, maybe had a few different margaritas. There we go. Several. Okay, possibly. I will I will forgive you guac because Marg, especially today on National Margarita Day, is the priority. So Christine, you're out. Oh, what will you forgive me on? Nothing. Nothing, sorry. Not I today. I told you he is the favorite. Well, he made it easy today with all these answers we're getting. My goodness. If I sound a little slap happy, it's because I am. We're so close to vacation for me. I'll be off the next few days. Fantastic live guest hosts covering all the news as it unfolds. A lot of news, of course, happening in the world and in this country. We have you covered on The Guy Benson Show. I will be filling in for Kennedy tonight. Fox Business, 7 p.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. Talk to you next Monday on The Guy Benson Show. Have a great night. Because people like to say salsa. That was this week's edition of Bonus Benson. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.